Beast OCR proudly presents BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by GH Under's Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to BeastNet. <laughs> Baba Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> Kim Thompson said an hour ago. All right. Good evening, Beasts. Uh, we are coming here live from the Beasts OCR Christmas party in Hoquiam, right next door to GH uh, Unders. And yeah, welcome to the live AMA. Uh, we're live with you on Facebook, so if you're watching right now, hello, it's a little early, but uh, I'm sure we'll be catching you guys here as you uh, come on. So, yeah, we're here live, and we're also doing a live recording for the uh, BeastNet um, podcast, and we're going to be calling some people up, and I'm sitting here with uh, Adam, if you're watching, so everybody knows who I'm sitting next to, but if you're not watching and you're listening, I'm sitting right next to Adam. So. so we're in the middle of dinner at a Christmas party for Beasts, and there's there's nobody here. You can't even hear them. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! Ted is watching. We can say hi to Ted. Hi, Ted. Hi, hi Ted. Ted. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's, yeah, let's test the room. Let's see how loud the room is. Uh, how deep? <laughs> okay, yeah, there's people here. <laughs> just recording. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we thought it'd be fun to uh, do a live session during dinner, talk about some of your accomplishments, record it for BeastNet Podcast, and we have a hot seat up here for people that are feeling like they want to talk about Beast OCR okay, and what's going on uh, throughout the year. That sound right? Yeah, sounds right to me. Uh, cool, so I'm going to kick it off. So as you guys know, we did something new this year. We did virtual challenges. Um with beastchallenges.com. Uh, we had some online monthly challenges. We've had some medals. We've had some patches. Uh, one of the cool, the, the three big ones this year is we did the taco mile, uh, the bucket mile, and the beast 5K plus, uh, orchestrated by the devilish Mr. Brian Case. Uh, <laughs> devilishly handsome. So really cool uh, update for those is at the end of the year, um, with the Taco Mile, we, we donated $240 to Paws for Purple Hearts, a really cool nonprofit that is all about getting uh, dogs, uh, uh, therapy dogs to vets in need. And then with the Bucket Mile, we donated $800 to the Organization for Autism Research, uh, great, great uh, nonprofit that actually puts its money where its mouth is when it comes to supporting people actually doing research around autism. And then with the 5K plus, uh, the final numbers aren't all the way in, but it looks like we'll be raising just a hair over $400 for Beast OCR. That'll be supporting Beast Wads, um, and mostly Beast Wads, actually, for, for all of us. So that'd be really cool to maybe get some new gear at some local workouts and support a lot of our guys um, getting sweaty out there with everybody else. Um, you want to talk about biggest teams? Yeah, we, uh, we had a pretty big showing this year. Um, we had 10 biggest team awards, three at a uh, terrain race and seven Spartan races. Um, those awards went out to members of the community uh, throughout the year that have been just kind of shining and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, 10 overall biggest team awards. 
Um, and with that being said, you know, that's just us coming out and showing up and having a good time as a, as a family, you know. Mm -hmm. And we also hit over 2,000 members this year. So mm -hmm. there's a pretty Woo! big accolade right there. Um, BeastNet is now over a year old. So that's been, you know, going pretty well and, and definitely, you know, going strong too. So Mike's doing a fantastic job with that. And we're recording one of those tonight right now, so that's pretty cool. Um, and we've uh, branched down south on the I-5, and we've got a new beast squad down there with the Lord uh, family, and it's it's taken off. So we're at, we have two under our belts now, and a third one coming up. It's kind of an offshoot one. It's a December one, so it's a little bit different. But uh, no, those are gonna those are gonna take off. So those are those are some of my uh, my accolades off the top of my head for for an amazing 2018 year. Yeah, the BeastNet team uh, that Mike has been working on is pretty cool. So we're actually, the last numbers he gave us, uh, for about three, uh, three and a half months now, we've been averaging 200 listeners a week on the, the podcast series um, and getting some recognition from the, the national podcast community. So Mike James has been working his butt off for that. So if you guys see him, tell him he's pretty Mike, he's beautiful, with the flowy hair, and, and thank him for his hard work. Uh, really cool. So we've got uh, a seat here that we need to get filled to come talk about BSOCR. And uh, who, who wants to come sit in the hot seat with us? You want to come up? I'm just kidding. You, you're just kidding? Come on up, big guy. Yeah, come tell us about uh, about the stuff you did this year. Come on, right here. Go tell them about your trifecta. All right. Who are you? Raccoon! What did you do this year? Nothing. <laughs> hey, you did uh, some races. What kind of races did you do? Nothing. <laughs> you did some kids trifectas? <laughs> Nothing. No. What? what? Yeah. Maybe. Yes, no, maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> you planned this. So what are you going to do next year? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you can tell he's mine, right? Like, <laughs> is there anything else you want to tell all the beasts? <laughs> all right, go eat your pizza. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. So, uh, gosh, what else is new? Um, so we just had, uh, gosh, we had some fun out in the woods a couple weeks ago. Um, if you guys haven't heard, we just did Beast Breaker uh, about two, two and a half weeks ago with ten very brave people uh, out in the middle of the woods and in clay and uh, talked about throwing them down a mine shaft when we had this big, cool mine shaft to play with. It was exciting. Uh, that was fun. Uh, we are getting ready for Ghost next year. That'll be actually down here in this area in the greater Grays Harbor area. Um, 88 acres of Pacific Northwest forest and mountain and lots of wet spots and an old bus, too. So that's pretty cool. It's haunted, I think. Um, so if you guys are curious and you guys want to come see what we're doing on the Beast Endurance side, uh, March 30th, that'll be down in this area. And there is a Cyber Week discount code on this week's episode of BeastNet uh, if you guys want to hear more. 
Yeah. Who else wants to come hang out with us? Tell us about your year. No, you already came up here. <laughs> <laughs> Mario! Do you want to come up? I do Watching you. How's it going, Mario? Pretty good. Are you going to introduce me? Of course. One, two, three, go. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> so, guys, this is Mario Winkleman. Uh, he's father of our good friend Ben over here. Um, Mario is uh, first man behind LD Comfort and GH Unders, right? Yes, sir. So, um, Mario and Ben have been great friends of our team since before our team was a team. Our Beastmaster in the room uh, brought him into us, gosh, 2014, 2015, right when we were getting started. Um, make great products. They've, uh, a lot of us have raced in them or gone running in them or endured in them. And uh, Mario's the guy that ended up creating what is now not just a really cool product, but they've sponsored us in ways where they've helped provide gear for us. They've gotten items for events for us. They've helped with our logos. They've helped um, all sorts of ways that we just can't put a, a dollar amount to the value that they've brought to our team. So thanks for coming and hanging out. Was that, was that an okay introduction? I mean, Yeah, it was a good start. I just want you to keep going, and I'll just sit here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, my best memory of Mario was Ghost this year. And we're uh, around the fire waiting for some teams to check in. And I look over at Mario, and he's got this whiskey glass in his hands. And he's kind of swaying back and forth a little bit. And we're like, hey, how's it going, Mario? And he's like, like, what are you doing? And he disappeared. We didn't know what happened. And he came back two hours later. Not that story? No, okay. Well, that's your version (laughs) of it. (laughs) No, it was a little bit late. And I thought, well, everybody's out here hustling. It was a big job that everybody had at that event. And, uh, well, I wasn't going to participate in that because some of you guys are way tougher than I am. (laughs) But uh, I thought maybe I'd take a nap so I'd be okay later, and that's what I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And when this bee started, there's my good friend there. He kind of roped me into it. But we've been pushing each other back and forth for a lot of years. That's Drew Hooper. Uh, real close to my heart, a good good friend, and uh, I love him and his wife and his kids. And I knew him before, well, when he was a kid, just about. So he's doing something good here, and and I was happy to be involved right from the very beginning. And he, I wasn't really afraid of a crazy idea, and I thought it was crazy at first, but he pulled it off, and now look what has happened. But the whole goal of this is for uh, each person to improve themselves and to improve each other uh, on a team. And from what I understand, the Beast is, as you've mentioned, the biggest team at a lot of these events. That's saying something. And a part of that comes from the fact that these people here not only push themselves to be the best, but they push each other. And help each other. And some people may not want to participate and they'll feel like, well, gee, I, I just can't do that. Or, I don't know, the last time I tried that I, I failed and, and I don't like that. But the key thing about changing a failure into something else is the fact that you learn from it. 
And if you learn from a failure, then it's not a failure at all. It becomes a lesson. And with enough lessons, the whole team excels. And that's what we all want to do uh, for each other. And yeah, I'm, I'm here to help you because I make the performance gear that allows people to excel beyond where they thought they could. And I'm deeply honored to be a part of this, and I'm very impressed with how far this group, this organization, has come. And I thank you for allowing me a, a few words here. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Now, Ben mentioned that maybe sometime tonight we can maybe come and visit you over at the shop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. We, we have um, garments there in case somebody needs some, and you all need some, but if you decide you'd like some, our facilities where we manufacture the Grace Harbor Unders is right next door, and it's almost attached. Well, kind of it is attached to this building. So uh, in case there is an opportunity for us to grow our business, and I hope it is, we have some room for expansion here, <laughs> and I'd be okay with that. Anyway, yeah, we can go over there next door, and uh, the girl whose name is Dara, she, she will be there and be happy to uh, find the garments that, you, that it is that you need. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Mario. Yeah. Um, any, anything else you want people to know about GH Unders or maybe Beasts in general? Any words, wisdom you want to leave with them? Well, um, Grace Harbor Unders is a, a, an outgrowth of the LD Comfort. That stands for Long Distance Comfort. And I specifically focused on motorcycle riders until I, I recognized, of course, we, we need to grow this beyond because every, everybody needs this. But the motorcycle riders, uh, the Iron Butt Association, it's kind of like the beasts. They're the elite of, of the motorcycle riders, and they have broken many world records because of their ability to push past where they were before. And the new records now are people have ridden, imagine this, 40,000 miles in 40 days. Comprehend that. A thousand miles a day for 40 days. That wasn't possible before because you would tear up your, your skin. Your butt. <laughs> to begin with, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but also, a fellow rode from Prudhoe Bay, Alaska, to Key West, Florida in under four days. That man also has ridden 10,000 miles in... in uh, 10 days and he's setting a lot of world records there's one fellow now he's going to ride his name is Greg Rice he's going to ride from Panama City Florida all the way down to Panama City in Panama and he's going to do that in record time and he also has more sets of the base layers that we make than anyone else to the point where I've told him Greg, you're cut off. <laughs> we got to save some for somebody else. But anyway, these records are falling now because of what people are pushing themselves to and their ability uh, to go forward and do things they didn't think possible because they're protecting themselves. Now, one thing that, that comes to the surface in my mind is the last time you talked about the ghost event was a year ago, right? Yep. And that was over on some property that was close to, to here. 
And yeah, even though I had uh, that whiskey glass there, I was still watching. But one of the very cool things about this is we had two teams that went out there and they had a horrendous task of moving these logs across a span to build the foundation for a bridge. They couldn't do that until they recognized that those opposing teams had to join together. And that was the biggest obstacle in my mind. And they managed that, and they came together into one team, and they were successful with both of their chores. And to me, that was impressive, and I'm not ever going to forget that. There's no logs this year. I'm sorry. No, there's going to be something else, though. I, I'm hearing... Well, I'm not hearing anything. <laughs> but I, I, I know that you should go there, because some of these lessons that you learn, they're not only important for the time that you're at these, these events, but you can take them and use them for foundations for the rest of your life, for the rest of the activities that you do. And they last forever. And I, I think that this next event, too, um, is going to have a, a lot more of those kinds of things that you can take with you and use them for every event. But you can sit back and ponder it, and you'll say, wow, that was amazing. So you're going to do it this year? If I find another glass, I might be able to stand around the fire. <laughs> I, don't, I don't plan to miss it, no. Sounds good. We'll see Yeah. You. Anyway, thank you very much. Thanks, Brian. You rock. Yeah. All right. Pause for a second, All right, please. pause for a second, everybody. He's putting his plate away. I need to get over here. <laughs> 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 Alright, so we got about time for three more people. Um, if anybody wants to come hang out with us in the hot seat, talk Beast Obstacle Course Racing, what you've achieved in life, maybe what's next this year, we want to hear about it. Um, I mean, otherwise, Lorenzo and I can talk about beards. Beards are pretty cool. I think everybody knows that we think beards are cool. Beards are cool. How's it going? Good, how you doing? Good. Uh, for those of you listening in, we've got Christina Horton here with us. Snuggle. So uh, tell, us, tell us who you are. Um, I'm Christina. I'm one of the ambassadors from the Beast this year. Um, most people know me as Dadass. That's, That's yeah. true. Thank you also, BeastNet Mike James, for that nickname. That was his fault, so yeah. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. Yeah, that's where that came from. So why do they call you that? Do we have a wide enough angle lens? People are listening on the You're radio. out of the panel. Move over. Move over, Adam. There's a lot to look at. There's a lot to look at. <laughs> I made Adam blush. <laughs> because I have a very large derriere and I deadlift a lot of weight. That's why they call me that. So. There you go. And a lot of people. Yeah. Can't argue with that. No. <laughs> so uh, tell us about this year and uh, next year. Um, this year has been fabulous, actually. Um, I got to travel as far away as New York with Emily Ford back there. Woo! We went and did a Greek Peak in upstate New York uh, four days before my 40th birthday. So that was an awesome, awesome experience. We had a little girls' trip weekend for my birthday. Um, nice. It was awesome. <laughs> By the way, 
dunk wall when it's snowing, not nearly as bad as you think it is. It was just like straight down a hill and then a little wall they had to go under. So we all just like baby sealed under a wall. Much better than we thought it was going to be. We were really worried. Um, Traveled as far as New York. Traveled to Southern California to hang out with my friends down there a lot. Um, Our groups down there. All the local races, of course, because why not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been all over. I think I five trifectas this year. So. Ah, nice. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. So I got three. <laughs> oh, you now you want to get out? Now you did. No. No. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so, uh, what, uh, what do you got going on next year? Um, lots of hanging out with the beasts close to home a little bit more. Not traveling to New York this year. Um, trying to do some more, like the terrain race and stuff was a lot of fun. And if we can get rugged back around here and doing a lot of like the different ones. So, and just having fun with the team, getting to as many wads as I can, not traveling every freaking weekend means I can visit the wads more often and come hang out with the people that like put on these great events Yeah, and I can deadlift people there. (laughs) She has, it's, it's real. (laughs) (laughs) Um, can I brag about next year for you? Is that okay? Sure. Um, so I don't know how we convinced her. A bribery, maybe. I don't know. Um, so she's actually going to help out Kim Collins uh, next year with our ambassador team as we kind of grow and evolve that program. We learned a lot of things that went well this year and some things that kind of, you know, fell on its face a little bit. But um, amazing group of people we've had this year. Um, and Christina's going to herald in 2019 with Kim, uh, helping out with the ambassador team, making sure that they have the right attention they need, uh, working with Brian Kays to, um, you know, really support some really amazing individuals that uh, you'll hear about on December 5th. <laughs> uh, but, no, it, Christina's got great insights, great feedback, um, highly collaborative, and she uh, wants to see people shine. So excited to have you helping yes. out with the team. And ridiculous quantities of energy. So Yeah, 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 yeah. we didn't notice. No, very subdued, very subdued. Yeah. So what can we do to deadlift like you? Um, pick up large, heavy things and put them back down and then pick them up again and then put them down again. Okay. Repeat. Times. <laughs> yep. Oh, and good form. Good form. Don't, don't hurt yourself. Don't break yourself. Good form. Very important. Got that down? I actually wrote that down. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And just when you get to the slip wall and you go over, turn around and lift a couple people over after you. Ah, okay, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I just ran away. Slip wall. Missed all the opportunities. It's a lot of butts. Well, no, from the top you have to grab and lift. Come on, you should know this. You're right. <laughs> it's uh, it's the eight foot wall that's all butts. The eight foot wall is all butts. But that's an overhead press. That's different. It's a different butt strategy than I have. <laughs> I mean, you could come from... Nah, that doesn't work as well. There's a lot of ways to appropriately help people over walls. Appropriate to be And there's a lot of inappropriate too. But you always get consent before that. You always yeah, ask, consent. I'm Kids. going to do this. Are you, are you okay with that? And they usually freak out, but then they're okay with it once they get over it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, what, what, uh, what did you learn this year? And uh, what's a message you want to leave with peace? Um, I learned something this year that has been like really hard for me to process um, that I make an impact on somebody even when I don't think they're noticing me Um, one of the gals that I helped out in Montana who climbed me like a ladder um, actually made me a shirt that says um, 
I'm the ladder. Uh, I rise by lifting others up. And I was so embarrassed by it because it was just like, it was too sweet. I didn't know what to think. I, I like couldn't wear it all year because I was just so embarrassed that I'm like, I'm not that person. I'm not, no, no. Uh. And then at the Seattle race, I think it was, um, I met another gal by deadlifting her over the slip wall. And she actually found me at the next couple of races and followed me around because I'd made an impact on her. And I, honest to God, I'm sorry, Sarah, I didn't remember you the first time you talked to me because I deadlifted a lot of people over that wall. But she just remembered me from being me. So making an impact on people just by being a good person and just by helping out and just by being a part of something recognizable and just turn around and help the next person behind you and they'll help the next person behind them. And that's how we grow this amazing little family we've got. So okay. that's what I learned this year. And it was really kind of mind-blowing. So, And that's what I want everybody to do is turn around and help the next person behind them and make our family even more awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> this like knowing look in the corner is kind of freaking me out, man. <laughs> Anything else you want to leave for a team? Have fun. Oh my gosh. If you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Okay? That's true. If you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Shake your booty, shake whatever you got, and have a good time out there. Because if you're miserable on course, you need to find something else to do. If you're not having a good time, you missed out. So, cool. keep having fun, people. Don't and if you're not, I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! So, um, we've got time enough for two more people, and while um, Lorenzo stares down people with laser eyes until they come up, um, one of the <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, cool thing. So we're uh, we're a nonprofit, right? So we just we're. We have all of our acceptance letters. We're an EIN. We've got our UBI number in. Uh, we are actually, as an organization, we have a new challenge this year that we've never had before is uh, we get to file taxes for the first time. Yay! Uh, so. Yay! <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Yes! Woo! Taxes! Yeah! We're adulting so hard. Yes! Yeah. The IRS really wants to know what we did with that five hundred dollars. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go ahead, buddy. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, see ya. Nothing. The IRS is watching now. They know yeah. about trampolines. Yeah, we gotta expense those later. Yeah. So, five hundred dollars. Yeah, you can go. Hey, keep your receipts, Brayden. Keep your receipts. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we actually had our first annual board meeting today. Uh, so we've had a couple ones. Today was our first real big one. We set some strategies for next year, you know, tackling some new things that we've just never done in uncharted territory, and uh, it's because of you guys. Um, you know, Andrew set forth a vision several years ago, and it's just snowballed and gotten bigger and bigger, and now here we are talking about filing taxes of all things, and you would have never known, but, you know, it's, it's opening up some really cool doors for us that I think we're only going to begin to see in 2019, and to be frank, to begin to understand. So thanks for being here on this journey for us and, and with us and telling us what works and what doesn't work and what we can do to be better together. Thank you. I see you. I see you. You can come up. I don't have a choice on the matter. All right. What was that? Hi, Janelle. Oh, oh hey. <laughs> <laughs> And th this seat's really close to you, Adam. I, I don't know, like, 
I'm good, how are you? <laughs> you doing okay? Okay. Better now. It looks totally natural. <laughs> there, there. Nothing has ever looked so right. <laughs> I've never felt so left out. <laughs> Aww. I feel the love. Can we just do this for my interview? Okay. Or this, or this? What time is bed? <laughs> so, uh, who are you? Um... Eric Reisman, uh, a.k.a. Homie Bear, a.k.a. member of Team Tube, uh, a.k.a. Beast uh, CR member. <laughs> yeah. you, you gotta explain that, man. <laughs> so, what's um, the first name? Homie? Homie Bear. Homie Bear. Homie Bear. Coined by uh, Adam over here. Uh, we were just hanging out at the, the fire of that cabin, the Beast weekend, I forgot. Oh, yeah, the, the cabin camp out. Yeah. yeah that uh, Adam put together and had a few uh, Beast OCR members there. And we're just sitting around the fire, or I'm hoping clean up, I forget which, but all of a sudden I just hear, hey, homie bear. And i like, who's he talking to? And he's, he's just looking at me. So uh, sense, <laughs> I, I have no idea how he thought of that. I, I don't know why it came up, but uh, it unfortunately it stuck. And that's how kind of was he? Yeah. <laughs> You're not giving out nicknames anymore, are you? No, they don't allow me to give out nicknames. <laughs> and thank you for that, Janelle, by yeah. the way. Call me bear, it's going to lead to other things like lava cuddles or something. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Eric, excuse me a little bit. Oh, little, little bit. oh gotcha. Little bit. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who didn't catch that, he's sporting the uh, Beast 5K Plus finisher shirt. <laughs> and I'm the uh, amazing Coco Mile Pack. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, how was your 2018? Did you have fun? Oh, I had a, I had a blast. Um, so, I've only lived in Washington State actually a year tomorrow, so that's awesome. Ooh. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thanks for the welcome, you guys. Appreciate that. <laughs> but, um, no, I've, uh... And then I've been a member of Beast OCR for, for about a year as well. When, uh, I first came to Washington State, I... Posted on West Coast Spartans, and I think within 10 minutes, Adam posted and said, come join BSOCR, and I had no idea where that would lead. Um, 2018 has been the uh, season with the most amount of races. I've been racing since 2015, and I, I have more than doubled all of the races that I've done uh, in this year alone. Um, I, I think at the end of uh, Sacramento Sprint was my last race, and... I, uh, I knocked out 27 different obstacle course race events, beast challenges, and uh, Gorux and other endurance events. So by far, yeah, thank you. Oh, now you clap. <laughs> Moving to Washington's not a, a cobble. Yeah, woo! 26 events? That's clap. That's why I don't get No nicknames, no claps, no applause signs yeah. for me. I, I got it, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, uh, you got to tell everyone about Tube. Yeah, okay. So, um, Team Tube, it was uh, the oh, Seattle... <laughs> team Tube, I'm like, oh, Team Tube, yeah. I yeah. Tube. So, um, and I, I can't remember everyone, Adam, so you'll have to help me out with that. But in the Seattle, uh, Seattle Beast, we were running, I think it was around mile four, that Adam, Janelle, um, myself, Mike... Mm -hmm. uh, Mike, good, good for you, right? Or, yep, yep. Yeah, and then there were somebody else with us. Jericho. I can't, Jericho. Jericho. Yep. 
and uh, a, a couple other beast members uh, who are all with us. And we're running past mile four. We see the tube, and we run a little bit further to get to that first water water obstacle on the beast. And Adam brings up the amazing idea of, hey, does anyone else think it's a good idea to get the inner tube and push each other and create a Spartan lazy river? We all agreed, so he, he ran on back and we pushed each other through the water obstacle, taking turns riding on the inner tube and the others pushing, and then we couldn't litter, so we carried uh, the inner tube for like the nine and a half miles for the rest of that course <laughs> and did obstacles with them. Uh, I did the... Uh, the Hercules. Yeah, the Hercules with it, it on. Uh, the, you did Twister. Yeah, Twister. Or tried to do yeah. Twister. Uh, and then um, did the inverted rope uh, the rope traverse with it on, and then also did the rope climb, which don't don't that recommend. Was, that was not yeah. safe. That was not not yeah. safe. The little ar the the little army station with the the guys that were right next to the rope climb, like they were just hanging out, relaxing. And then they see us and they kind of like look funny at Eric, <laughs> like he's got this inner tube on him, and he like you can tell like they're like, what's this guy doing? And then like he starts going for the 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 ropes, and all the guys are like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> And he just spider monkeyed right up and right down like it was nothing. The thing that made it so dangerous, though, was the nozzle. It wasn't like a regular nozzle. It, it was a solid, like, eight or nine inches of, like, pipe. That it, was, like, <laughs> it would not have, uh, not have been good. So, And then uh, we, we took a couple finisher pictures that I think made it on Beast OCR at some point and uh, made the people at Main Stage's day when we had to turn, turn the tube back into a... Yeah. Stage, I turned it into lost and found. They yeah. didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of laughed at us and, you know, you really carried this through the entire... Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that that's team two. Cool. Hashtag team two. <laughs> so what you got going on uh, next year? <clears throat> um, I've developed my schedule. I've got a few things in the work, but I'm, I'm hoping to do over 30 events next year and uh, hoping to do Montana, um, make it out to Utah, um, you know, hopefully finances and everything work out. But uh, I've heard so many amazing things about races out of Idaho, Washington, California area, and I, I definitely want to check it out. Montana, I've, I've been hearing about since I started racing in 2015 and always been terrified slash intrigued. So about time to figure out what that's about. Awesome. A good time. You got those okay with the girlfriend, right? Uh, is she Only if she can come with me. So we'll, good. we'll see. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to leave with the uh, beasts going into 20, uh, 2019? Yeah. Uh, I, I would just say uh, thank you so much for welcoming me into this amazing family and team we have. And uh, it's not only my most eventful season, but my most fun. I never, ever, ever thought I would want to be a part of the biggest team. Um, the team out in California, I won't name names, but the, the prominent one, when I started racing my first two, two, three years, uh, I just never really wanted to join them because I feel I felt like I would get lost in the mix. And I was hesitant about the OCR at first, but even from my first event and, and being reached out to by Adam on Facebook, I, I knew it was something different than what I've ever seen before. And I can't believe that the Facebook page has now over 2,000 members and it still feels like one big, amazing family. Uh, and I'm motivated and inspired by each and every one of you. Uh, most people in this room, Christina, your joy is always inspiring. Patrick, Lorenzo, you guys kicking butt as pro team members and uh, and running elite and and I 
getting first and second and third in your age group pretty consistently is is really amazing to see. Uh, so everybody here, thank you for welcoming me in and thank you for inspiring me to do better and encourage others every day. Appreciate it. Peace, I got one question. How deep? Oh, And I'm out. Zane is watching and he says, I wish I was there. I miss you beastly animals. Oh. Miss you too, brother. Miss you too, Zane. We, we tried to kidnap you. You didn't want to come. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Missed out on that cuddle session, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that is about when he said it. So. <laughs> Anybody else uh, commenting? Um, we have me commenting to a few people. Uh, Seth and Mike James are watching. Miriam is watching. James Lapine is watching. Wow. Alex is watching. My mom is calling. Hi, mom. <laughs> if anybody has any questions or anything like that that they want to uh, yeah. ask us, feel free. Ask away. And uh, Heather's going to be the one relaying those questions to us. Uh, Ted made a few comments, well, but they don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ignore those too. What's up? Um, okay, so I came to the team in 2016, yeah. Yeah. and I never learned the story behind our phrase, so Anyways, but the timing works yeah, out. Timing works right. out well. So uh, I don't know if I recognize you. Uh, I mean, do you guys recognize this guy? Not really. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. oh, there's a smile. so muscular. <laughs> well. <laughs> so this is the Beastmaster, uh, Andrew Hooper, uh, a man who needs little introduction. Uh, he came. You, you started this whole mess. What, 2014? Yeah, yeah, 2014 is when uh, we started with the South Sound Obstacle Course Racers. Yes, we were going to be the Warriors, I think is what we were going after. Uh, the logo was a uh, mashed up Spartan helmet with Viking horns. Because <laughs> I had to change the, we couldn't steal Spartan's logo. <laughs> so we, uh, we mashed it up. And then uh, ultimately ended up uh, just kind of completely changing route from being just a, you know, very localized team to, uh, you know, through a meeting at, uh, at, oh, I can't remember the bar in Tacoma. The doesn't matter. But at a bar in Tacoma with 12 of us. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> It's going to haunt me now. But at a, at a bar in Tacoma, there were 12 of us because the whole thing is originally started as a meetup group. And um, yeah, so in that meeting, it was kind of the decision that maybe we needed to be more than, than a local team and make it a regional team. And so that's exactly what happened. And from that, we, uh, we created what you now know as BSOCR. But a funny story in the name, it used to be Beast, this was so freaking stupid. I hated this. <laughs> but the team at one point truly voted for this name. It was the Beast of Green Obstacle Course Racers. Yeah, yeah. So in the first logo, it said Beast, and then in really small print, 
Because I'm like, we're not going to be called the Beast of Green. So what I did is I made it in small print. It said Beast and then of Green, obstacle course racers. And then every time I reprinted the logo, we made it slightly smaller. (laughs) Until eventually it just disappeared. (laughs) And nobody noticed. Nobody noticed a thing. So it worked out all right. But we are not going to be the Beast of Green. So Beast OCR was born. Um... And I'm trying to think, so, since you were so excited, do you remember, I can't think of the name at the moment of who came up with, where the ball is deep? Brandy Conway. Brandy, thank you. Brandy Conway. So, here's the deal. There used to be, uh, there was a race that was coming around. It was like in its first, second season of, of national races. And lots of folks signed up for this event. And then, like, Atlas Race, Atlas race yeah. thank you. And then, like uh, many uh, that try to go national too soon, they failed. They basically went bankrupt, and we were actually quite excited for this race. Um, and and, and it, it was you know something that every a lot of us had signed up for. And so Brandy had put in a comment, and she posted into the group that said, "I am something along the lines. I'm balls deep depressed." Balls deep in depression that Atlas race isn't coming. There we go. Balls deep in depression that Atlas race isn't coming. And, you know, so those of us of the opposite gender, I don't know that any of us have ever truly been balls deep in depression. (laughs) It might be possible. I've not personally ever experienced that. And so so from that came an enormous chain of dialogue around how can you be depressed if your ball's deep? And a really appropriate conversation, though. I mean, it was we, there's a lot of research around the discussion, and a lot of effort went into the, the dialogue, and it was really thought-provoking. Uh, and ultimately, along the way, there was this comment, and I think it was from Amy, if I'm remembering right, said, you know, that should be our chant. <laughs> like, oh, that would be amazing. And so at the next race, it became our chant. Yep. And it has stuck. And people were like, well, but won't people be, like, offended? And... At the time, I kind of made the executive decision that if you're offended by that, you probably shouldn't be on our team. Yeah, Yeah, it just was one of those things that, to me, the culture was around having fun and enjoying yourself and not being too serious. And so, to me, it it was something that it just made sense. And to be fair, it totally plays into obstacle course racing because you were balls deep in the mud all the freaking time. So it works, and I loved it, and uh, so I never, ever tried to stifle that. And at one point, even, it was so, so kind of profound in that first year that it would oftentimes, you'd say, how deep, balls deep, and then, you know, you'd hear, and that's why we can't have nice things. (laughs) (laughs) 
I've noticed since then that that's gone away, but for a little while that that yeah, was that a, last tagline. I don't hear that very often. No, but it was funny for a while. We still hear the echoes, like you know, we'll be in the Seattle doing switchbacks, the Seattle races, and you'll hear it echo kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Eventually, it makes. Where it are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the wave. <laughs> Yeah. So for the children in the room, I think we had um, we had an answer for what is how deep, and I think it was something along the line of how how deep how 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 deep do you want to go in life? Like how far? <laughs> how, like just how bad do you want? It? That's what it really means. You got to dig. You know. So that's like totally moves. not what yes. it means. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> It's, you know, any of the kids in the room, if you're curious, just come and ask yeah, me after this. Yeah, if you haven't had that conversation. Actually, you know, we had a conversation on the be- birds and the bees with my uh, oldest. Oh! <laughs> Not here! Not here! Not here! Not here! Definitely here. <laughs> So if you're having trouble, if you're having wait, 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 wait. Yeah. hey, don't, don't, he's gonna choke on his chicken. Okay. <laughs> 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 Can somebody do the hind lip maneuver, please? <laughs> So if you uh, if you need help as a parent having this conversation, we're we're here to the help. The Beastmaster is always here for you. Yeah. Yeah, so I do periodically. Brandy uh, Conway. <laughs> I did. I did save that post, and so every now and then I do periodically throw the throw it back into the comment chain as a way to revisit that conversation and remind everybody of how that went down. Uh, and I could definitely do that as soon as we're done with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or they could just go back to the Beastnet podcast, listen to your episode. There, that too, that too. Yeah. See, do a <laughs> plug to the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. <clears throat> Justin's looking out for you, Mike. You just, <laughs> we just ask an audience member. It worked out. Yeah, good. So uh, <laughs> you learned a few things this year. Uh, you're a completely different man this year. We can see it. So uh, tell us, uh, what did you learn? Well, I would say that I probably learned that it takes a hell of a lot more than just eating less food to get healthy. It starts here. And, um, you know, because I started the year out at about 270 pounds. Um, I've shared some pictures actually just today. Today was a big day because uh, I broke 200 pounds. Today. I was 199.6. Yes. Yep. 
but it's interesting because I, uh, you know, people have asked me since, you know, what motivated the the weight loss? Like, what was it? In fact, uh, even that conversation today happened uh, at the beginning, like as soon as I got here. And you know, the thing that that I guess I would throw out there to to folks that I think is important is, you know, I actually didn't lose weight to, um, you know, because of my health which I think most people, you know, they go after weight loss to be healthier. And, and I mean, without a doubt, that was a benefit I was looking for. But that actually wasn't the, the motivation. The motivation came from this. And it's something that I think about uh, a lot, especially now, is March 3rd. March 3rd. Uh, might have been March 4th, actually. Doesn't matter. <laughs> a day in March at the beginning of the month. I, um, I walked into the bathroom at my office and I saw myself in the mirror like I do every day. And I had this mental dialogue that said, you are freaking fat. And I thought, you know, that's, it just all of a sudden hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, every time I see myself in the mirror, every time I see my reflection in you know, uh, in any piece of glass, a piece of metal, any time, I would constantly have this mental dialogue around, you know, how fat I was. And it hit me that, like, how was that impacting the way that I operated with clients at work? How did that impact the way that I engaged with my family, uh, my wife, my kids? Um, and it just started to kind of this, this whole train of dialogue started internally just around, you know, that I, I don't play with my kids the same way that I could um, because I'm tired or I'm not as mobile as, as I could be. Um, you know, there's also, again, that dialogue around at, at, even at work, you know, um, it's I'm, I'm the producer for our household, you know, and so um, when I engage with clients, well, how can I effectively engage with them if I'm constantly beating myself up? Um, you know, I was finding too that, that, uh, I would eat a lot to stay awake, you know, um, to stay up late and, but for no reason, I was truly like just sedating, right? I was sedating and, you know, watching stuff on Netflix or scrolling through Facebook or whatever it might be. And, you know, so there's just all these little habits that I'd built into my life that were not serving me at all, not serving my relationships weren't serving my mental state. Um, you know, I would oftentimes feel a little bit depressed and I would hide that by, you know, being really exuberant and outgoing and gregarious and just engaging with people. But ultimately I was doing that to try to make myself feel better because I just was feeling down all the time, right? And so in, in realizing a lot of that was contributing to what was going on, the real motivator and the thing that I learned about myself was that, you know, um, I needed to get fit, not just for me, but for everybody around me. And it changed the way that I interacted with people. It changed the way that I thought about myself. Um, you know, the other thing that if you want to lose weight is you also have to just make sure you're getting at least somewhat of a decent amount of sleep. Um, and so I started sleeping more. Um, and that was important because I realize now, especially as I've added hours of sleep and then when I go periods where I don't, um, I realize that a lot of the feelings I have around depression actually happen the less amount of sleep I get. So if I don't sleep enough, 
I start to feel uh, more depressed. I start to think negatively about myself. And so, you know, this, this whole thing, I've learned so much just about the way that I live. And, you know, it's really made a significant impact. So the weight loss is a great, like, exterior thing. And without a doubt, I love, you know, being more fit. Um, but the real change was actually just inside. You know, there's a lot of, of mental changes that took place along the way that were very rewarding, way more rewarding than the rest of it. That's amazing. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, thank you. I think, you know, I guess I would just challenge it, you know, a lot of you guys, if, if you, uh, you know, if you feel like you're overweight or you think you can't lose weight, I mean, you know, I was totally there. Uh, you know, for years, um, you know, I don't even know, uh, it was at least 15 years ago that I weighed under 200 pounds, you know I mean? So without a doubt, I was there. I've been back and forth between like 225 pounds, 270 pounds, 275 at one point, just back and forth, yo-yos all the time. <clears throat> and, you know, only time will tell, right? I mean, it's been less than a year um, that I've been losing weight. So time will tell, but I do feel like there's a big difference now. And so I would just challenge you guys to, if, if you're telling yourself a story that you can't um, lose weight or that you can't become healthier for one reason or another, and it might be too that maybe you're telling yourself the story that you can't gain muscle or you're not strong enough to do certain things. It can, it can be whatever the story is. The thing that I'll share with you is that that story, whatever you tell yourself, is total bullshit. Like it truly is. That inner dialogue is complete and total bullshit. Because whether you believe in God or not, the reality is that you are born with everything that you need to accomplish anything you want out of life. We were all given the same tools when we were born in one way or another. You know, and the reality is you've got everything that you need to accomplish everything that you want. The difference is that some of us choose to tell ourselves different stories. And the stories that you tell are the stories that you choose and you get to write them. And so whatever story you tell yourself, if it's not serving you, write a new story. That's all you have to do. Write a new story. It's yours to tell. It's yours to choose. And no one forces you to tell yourself a story except you. And so that's the thing that I would just challenge you with is whatever it is that you tell yourself, if it's not serving you to get the things that you want, rewrite the story. It's as simple as that. James Lapine says 100% Beastmaster and embrace the suck. Well done, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I love embracing the suck. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Just so you know, I truly didn't mean it that way. It works, though. I mean, <laughs> stories are bullshit. Well, I said, oh, I love you guys. So. <laughs> no, thanks yeah. for sharing, man. That's, yeah. um, holy crap. How do we follow up after that? Well, you don't. You just ended. Yeah, we just yeah. ended. <laughs> uh, Brandy Conlon says exactly what I needed to hear tonight. Oh, good. Yeah. We all need to hear that every night. We need yeah, to hear absolutely. stuff like that. Holy moly, that was amazing. I think uh, that's a perfect note to end it on. What do you guys think? Yeah. Well, thanks for having fun and, and kind of doing this. We'll actually get this recorded, sent over to Pretty Mike, and have it on BeastNet so you guys can 
check it out, share it, or if maybe you didn't get a chance to listen to it, maybe you're listening to it. Do right you want now. to show the cake to the group? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah go. Yep. Yeah, we can show the cake. Uh, so if you guys don't know, uh, Miss Wookie. Miss Wookie. Uh, Miss Wookie. Cake lady. That's cake awesome. lady. Cake lady. Made cakes and treats, and she uh, she made us a Christmas party cake. Merry Christmas to the beasts. <laughs> so now that you're under 200 pounds. Um, I can eat the cake. You can eat the cake. Uh, no, thank you. This is so cool. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, wedding cakes like, like that. Yeah. You're thank welcome. You. Yeah. It's fun. I really enjoy doing it for, for everyone and you know, you're out there running all the time and might as well come back to something fun. Appreciate <laughs> you. Plug your business. <laughs> Wookies, cookies, and cakes uh, all Wookies, over Instagram. Cookies, and cakes. Sorry, oh, sorry. I need to. Yeah, here we go. just drop down hey, in front. There you go. Cookies, and cakes. I'm the, I'm the cake lady. Oh. It's right here. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. I hope you had a lot of fun. We're going to end the video and the recording, and uh, we'll get on to more food, uh, White Elephant Gifts, and shenanigans, and then there's uh, GH Unders is open next door for a little bit, so if you guys want to go meet the amazing people that have been behind us since before we even existed and make some cool products, go do it. I'm wearing mine in Iceland next week, so if I don't come back, I'll thank you. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. You gotta get out though. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> They're little. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastOCR.com.